What's good, everybody? This episode of the podcast is sponsored by DistroKid. They are the go-to for digital music distribution and the easiest way for musicians to get your music onto Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, TikTok, YouTube, and more. They offer unlimited uploads, and artists keep 100% of their earnings in stores 10 to 20 times faster than any other distributor. Fastest payouts. They help out with automatic splits, cover song clearance, and all kinds of other amazing tools and templates to help you get the most visibility for your releases. I dig this company and really appreciate their business model that offers more features than any other distributor at the most affordable price possible for solo musicians, bands, studio artists, DJs, and any other creators that are producing music in their home. And they also offer label services as well. They're distributing over a third of the world's digital music at this point. And the best part about DistroKid sponsoring the podcast is that they are offering Dan Cable Presents listeners 30% off your first year of membership, making their already affordable services even cheaper. Check out the link in the episode notes. I will also put it in my Instagram bio in the link tree. Click that link and it will give you 30% off your first year of service. Super stoked to have DistroKid sponsoring the podcast and can't thank them enough for their support of this thing. This episode of the podcast is also sponsored by Produce Row Cafe here in Portland, Oregon. This has become one of my favorite local hangs because they have free music every Wednesday night from 6 to 8 p.m. and Sunday afternoons 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. They are located in inner southeast Portland and not only do they offer free music on their their large patio setup, but they've also got a killer brunch menu from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Saturdays and Sundays. The French toast and the breakfast sandwich are lights out. And I can't really do much alcohol personally, but I love their Virgin Bloody Marys. And they've got some other mocktails for folks like me as well. And they're always rotating in new seasonal cocktails. So come through and check out what they've got on deck for fall and winter down there. The patio is now nice, covered, and heated and will be throughout the fall and winter. So come through and big thanks to Produce Row for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Dan Cable Presents Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the program once again. If this is your first time listening, thanks for checking out the show. You can find fresh episodes coming at you every Friday. And if you want to help support this thing in a free way, you can do so by clicking subscribe on iTunes, clicking write a review, giving the podcast five stars if you feel like it is deserving of so, and that will help propel this thing into the tops of those iTunes charts, which will give it more visibility on the national and international levels helping strangers find the podcast and all that good stuff appreciate the hell out of all the folks that have already taken the time to do so if you're not listening on apple just hit like follow subscribe wherever you are listening from tell a friend about the podcast the cast is available on spotify now and i've also been dropping monthly playlists there as well every first of the month 
and you can check out that May one is now available. Got a, a little bit different setup this week. Uh, we're just jumping right into it. The, that was impressive the, that you just know all that shit. I mean, like you didn't really even pause. I've d- been doing it for <laughs> six years. You know? I appreciate it. Sometimes people take way too long about that stuff. Well, sometimes I do. Okay. Sometimes we're not getting directly into the conversation. There's other things, but it's very rare. I don't remember the last time the guest has been like a part of the intro. So we're yeah. not even, there's no separation here. Cuzzo is yeah. on the mic. You could give it five stars if you wanted to, but you could give it four. I'd give it four and a half. But uh, we're doing a little tour diary episode out here. I, I have uh, I've been given my first tour my official tour manager gig by uh, this lovely band called High Pulp, out of Seattle, Washington, whom Cuzzo uh, here plays drums for, and we've had many conversations over the years about high pulp and uh other chats that that you and i have done but this is a especially fun one just to be out here on the road we've never done any touring together and this is really uh yeah. you know i've done maybe like a seven day right. where there's like five shows yeah in a few states but this is definitely like my first real tour doing like five weeks and yeah we're currently out here in cincinnati ohio which we'll get into has definitely been one of the has highlights my fucking heart yeah. i tell you what. both of us are ready to to yeah. move here mm-hmm. and uh this place has just been like last night we went to skyline chili which is like an institution of it cincinnati bang. it was so good i think jake whom we're staying with uh told me that there's also a place called gold room or golden sun or something and that's another chili spot but the cincinnati's deal is that they do spaghetti with uh with chili on it and you can get it a bunch of different ways we went the full five way last night with the the chili the cheese the onions and the fucking beans and the beans and just a pile of cheese on top of this thing specifically sharp cheddar cheese which i really appreciated when he said it was sharp because like if you just put a bunch of regular cheddar cheese on it, it's not going to work, you know? Yeah. So he specified, he was like, yeah, it's sharp cheddar cheese. And that's when I knew that, you know, they know what they're doing. Oh, I would yeah. put it on penne. That was my only, mm, you know, I think I think I would also appreciate that a little it gives, more. You could do it a little more like al dente. Yeah. And because, you know, the noodles... The noodles are good, but you know, there's just spaghetti noodles. Honestly, I thought the noodles were fine. I think I, uh, if I went back, I would get like a chili cheese dog. You got the coney last night, also as well. Yeah, I went in. You you did it up. I'm glad that we experienced it. Yeah, that's for sure. And I've been, I feel like that's something I've been hearing about over the last like five to ten years about this whole Cincinnati chili situation. About it until Minneapolis. Just from listening to different comics talk on podcasts about the the places that they go and. And whatnot, but uh, the one thing about being out on the road like this that I'm impressed by, and this is an especially uh, this has been one of my favorite situations is is the crash pad, you know, quest of like right. trying to find as many places along our way that we don't need to get like a hotel or bright. an Airbnb, yeah. and 
I'm impressed by the willingness of folks to be like, sure, you have nine people because it's it's a deep crew, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know. Seven in the band, you got yeah. myself, and then you got Phil, yeah. the the visual dude, yeah, who's also Rob Homan's uh, brother, brother yeah. which is uh, you know more fam, more in the family. Band. And then Lucy was with us for a minute, and that's Andy's, Andy's sister. sister. So we had a yeah. whole shout out to Lucy, shout out to Phil, a whole damn family thing going on. But people, you know, it's it's cool, like when. I don't know. You just like, yeah, hit somebody up. I haven't even seen Jake, the guy we're staying with for everybody since the pandemic, at least. And I haven't seen him for probably five years. And he actually reached out to me and was like, yo, I live here now. I was like, oh, shit. And then, yeah, just like, I don't know. It's really cool. It's just like you can feel that you're building a community. You know what I mean? Like, and even next time, if we don't stay here because we have enough money to afford a hotel, we'll still have like people here. You know what I mean? Like. And that's what's been cool is like everywhere we've been going, it's like we met some cool people in San Antonio. You know what I mean? We met some cool people in Dallas. Yeah. Pretty much everywhere we've gone, it's been like, oh, shit, like I want to come back here. Yeah, for sure. And like not just the willingness of friends, but families, you know, staying with the homens in the Midwest and Chicago and just like. Yeah, it's a big ask to let nine people crash. I also appreciate the willingness of the band to just be down to sleep on hardwood floors. Yeah, if that's what you it know? comes down to. Yeah, I think we've been like, pretty fortunate a lot of the time. We have been really fortunate. But a few of the dates, because Mr. Mr. Dan picked up with us in Austin. Almost two weeks ago, which is fucking mind-blowing to that me. That was two weeks ago? Yeah. Wow. Almost, Monday will be two weeks. And, and we're it's Saturday, it's Saturday yeah. so we're not far removed from that. It it's all feels wild. like a blur to me already as everything far as the feels, travel. Yeah, everything feels like a blur. But that's, you know, it's... It's cool. It's, In a it's good really, way. Yeah, it's nice to sort of not know or really care what day it is. All you know is where you're going and if you have a show or not. You know what I mean? Sort of nice to – it simplifies things and complicates things in different ways you yeah know I mean? that's how i felt about it. it it definitely in a lot of ways i think simplifies my life i think i was telling you this the other day of just there's not a lot of options it's like we get on the bus and we're on the bus for six to ten hours yeah. to where we're going <laughs> and uh i don't have like the option to be like oh i'm gonna go meet this person or i'm nah. gonna go play video games for a few minutes nah. uh, instead of doing my work or you know th- it's just Everybody kind of has to like compromise too on like what the situation is and just kind of like get ourselves where we need to go. And this has definitely been an enlightening experience for me who's been talking to musicians that have been touring for like the last six years getting, getting to hear stories. But now I like, now I really know, I understand the grind when people are like, what's tour like? And it's just like, it's exhausting. (laughs) And like, this is a special, these, this is like one of the special days where, we're not so in and out because a lot of times we roll it's like oh what was i mean the city like we've been talking about doing this podcast since you got back with (laughs) us and it's like this is the first time we've really been able to find time it's one of those special things like yeah like you're saying what what were you saying though it's just like people will ask you like oh what was this city like and it's like i don't know i saw a block of it yeah you know but like where today is like we had a day off yesterday to drive to cincinnati where the show is tonight and we got to hang out here for a few hours last night and the show the load ins not till 8 p.m tonight so we actually have a chance to go hang and not really realizing that cincinnati is on the border of kentucky so we hung out in covington kentucky which was dope this morning it was beautiful yeah this is such a great place but yeah you really just don't always get a sense 
of, of a where place. You, are. you know, it's like, oh, we're gonna try to hit a food spot, mm-hmm. and then it's you know, an hour later, it's time to for the show to start, and then loading in, loading out, trying to find where we're staying. It's right. just a yeah, it's it's definitely a, a grind in it's, many ways. It's cool too. Like I feel like one thing that we've made a decision to do is like we could have split up the drive yesterday into two parts or we could split up the drive sometime into two or three parts but i like just knocking that out so we do get the full day off somewhere yeah then you can actually like be somewhere and it sort of like allows you to settle a little bit um because that's like sort of the hard thing when you're just constantly in transit it's basically like wake up wherever you wake up gas station drive gas station drive get to the venue go to play the show go to a gas station after the show and go to wherever the fuck you're sleeping you know what i mean you just go to the three different locations across many miles you know what i mean yeah it feels like we're doing big living when there's the opportunity to stay in the same place two nights in a row for sure for sure but uh i'll tell you man i feel very lucky to be out here with y'all and it feels extra special i guess i was i was kind of thinking that it's probably been about like 10 years where you and I really started forming this friendship and bond yeah, that's now. Right. Yeah. And that was around the time that you came down to LA for that first new lungs tour. That was my first tour ever when I was, I was just turned 19. Yeah. And I, I guess that's like around the time where our age gap of like seven or eight years became less of a gap. Yeah. It felt a little less substantial. And then I moved to Portland, like maybe a year or two later Right. And like since then, you know, you and I have been hanging heavy and uh, yeah, I just appreciate, you know, I don't know, just all of the opportunities to be a part of the different circles that you've created in Seattle. And like, it's cool for me to be like this being my first tour managing gig with this pe like it's a bunch of people that I already know, you right. know, it's like feels like family it's, already it's home. It's safe. Yeah. With the exception of kaylee and trevor who haven't been in the band as long so i'm like still getting to know them but Mm -hmm. to have like that rapport with you and like i've known tuan for 10 years now and so that feels like family Mm -hmm. and like i've known andy and rob and vic for four or five Five years years, at least now so and it also just feels i think extra special because i i remember the first time that i came to the jam when it was just four of you in the room doing this high pole in the basement in scott's basement yeah yeah yeah. and so like to see the growth and like what it's turned into and then get to see y'all like play sold out shows in seattle where there's just like a gang of people there and and just to see what it's grown into is is wild man it's cool man i mean that's humbling and it's like it's yeah i don't it's like of course you're you're a part of it you know what i mean like that's sort of how i feel like we operate is just sort of like you know yeah if you if you want to be a part of it like and you're coming from the genuine you know place and you work fucking hard that's all we try to do you know what i mean like that's that's just you know sort of the the recipe is like yeah i I don't know so it's it's been cool it's been really humbling like to be coming to shows and and stuff and just have people like know who we are you know what i mean it's the first time in my life it's like that tickets have just actually sold themselves you know what i mean and it's not like we're playing huge shows and shit but even if like you can be in davenport or wherever we were and just be like yo some people like chose to come here tonight you know what i mean like that's some records that's cool you know what i mean like and 
yeah like i don't know that's i think a, a part of that has been you know with the album coming out just recently and anti pushing in all of those like shit shit's been growing you know what i mean so it's been it's been really like humbling to just be like yeah. damn like even if yeah like like people people want to want to hear us play and that's like so exciting because we want to play you know we want to play for people we want to put our shit out there and you know let people see us go for things you know yeah for sure it's also like you were talking about the other day it it is grounding in some way to be around you in this environment you know oh yeah it's like like even in those uncomfortable moments it's like (laughs) oh cool like yeah just kind of like be tripping out on the bus but glance over at you yeah and it's like oh yeah okay cool like dance here (laughs) yeah okay yeah i might be in like fucking davenport like you know what the hell's going on you know what i mean but i'm like okay and that's like for the whole band like you know like we really all feel like a family and you know it's it's nice because yeah the shit's just sort of like one day it feels super normal and then the next day you're like fuck are we you know what i mean like what's going on like we're we're like a month away from being back home. You know right. what I mean? Like right. we're, we still got a lot ahead. <laughs> we know? got a lot of ground to cover. We're in Cincinnati, Ohio, and we're going to finish up in new Orleans and yeah, but we're going still the got the east. whole East coast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We still got the whole East coast to cover before yeah. getting to new Orleans. And I, I also just we're like in the middle basically. Yeah. I also just really appreciate everybody's dedication to the craft though, of like people are finding the time to work on their, their, their instrumentation at times. It's like, Hey, I'm going to go in the bus and shed a little bit yeah. and work on some pieces or like yeah. I I see Trevor almost every day sneaking away with his guitar yeah. and and playing for like an hour yeah. and you I've been know. getting on the pad a little bit more just being inspired by Trevor. I'm like, yeah, like, you know, cuz sometimes after 10 hours in the bus like just like I'm trying to go to bed, but it's like, yeah, you can just pull your pad out for like 15 minutes. You know what I mean? Right, and just right. like get a little shed in. And I feel like, yeah, that's like that's not that's not because anybody made us do that it's because we want to do that you know what yeah. i mean like we just love playing our instruments yeah you know? and there's just like the constant conversations even if uh you know i know it's a goal to to often listen back to the set if possible mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. like there's constant conversations post set about like hey i really like that you did this or hey don't do this next time i want right. you to like anticipate this right. or you know there's just a lot of talk around making the music it's not like oh we got the tour and the work is done you know yeah i mean the thing that would just be boring you know what i mean like the the whole thing needs direction you know what i mean because if if we're just doing the same thing every night and we're just like checking out it's sort of gonna make this six weeks feel really long you know what i mean whereas if we're playing every night and this is this thing we get to constantly check in with and develop and it's this like living breathing thing it makes the whole thing way more exciting. It makes like setting up way less of a pain. Right. It makes breaking down way less of a pain because it's like, okay, we're actually doing something, you know what I mean? And we all want to get better and we're still working out our set too. You know, we're trying to add more songs, trying to learn more songs. Um, yeah, to try so, to rehearse and rehearse. If you have an extra time and sound check, yeah, yeah and, and sneaking that stuff in. But also it's just like, it's not even necessarily you're working on your instrumentation. It's like you're still trying to like work on music. You know, you mm-hmm. all are messing around with your Electron your digitax yeah, like yeah, on yeah. the on the bus and watching you work on that stuff for like I watched Andy was in the headphones hours. for like eight hours yeah. yesterday <laughs> yeah. just working on stuff while we were driving yeah. and 
like that stuff's inspiring too yeah you know well it's it's that thing i mean i feel like you know we're just trying to take care of ourselves and it's like if you just spend all day looking at your phone you know like that's not that's not good you know what i mean so it's like it's easy to do that while you're on so the bus easy all day too. i don't even want to know what my average has been oh, you know what i mean <laughs> but it's like if i pick up the dig attack like it feels like i'm reading a book or something yeah. you know what i mean like or just even listening to music and hanging out you know like just on the bluetooth speaker or whatever and just talking like instead of just looking at your phone you know i feel like i feel like that's the thing we're just trying to figure out a way to get into a flow because it's such a long trip that if we don't you can just start developing like bad habits you know what i mean it can get too easy to drink every night it can get too easy to you know not try to go for a walk or whatever yeah. you know what i mean so it's like taking care of yourself ordering a salad you know what i mean not, yeah, not looking at your phone today. for 10 hours on the bus <laughs> you know yeah it's Do almost like sudoku a, you it's, know it's almost a blessing if your phone dies <laughs> yeah it really is yeah <laughs> I mean, we're out here sitting in front of a, a laundromat. You know what I mean? Like, this is these are the things I love about tour is, like, you know, you just really, like, feel like you're just moving all the time, you know? And nothing can stick to you. You know what I mean? Like, you're just, yeah, yeah. you're just sort of always to the next thing. You're, like, a little in the air. Yeah. I think that feels, uh, that feels good to me that, you know, aside from sneaking in the days where we get to stay in the same place for a day, it does feel nice to me that we're... It's just like, all right, cool. We did that. Now we're moving on to the next place. And every right. day is kind of different in figuring out all the variables of the venue and, and dealing with different staff and mm -hmm. all that stuff every night. And yep. Just figuring because, yeah, it's like uh, it's it's that baseball field thing. You know, every stadium is different. different. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's like, what's the load in? Oh, there's stairs. What's the stage Fuck. like? <laughs> oh, there's stage you know? is tiny. Oh, shit. <laughs> how are y'all? How are y'all gonna fit tonight? Yeah. You know exactly. The whole thing has to be sort of improvisational. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the whole fucking tour, your whole mindset, which is crazy because, you know, when you come to the city, the people that are at your show are living a regular life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Quote unquote, whatever. Like they're going to nine to fives and they got kids or whatever and they're you know and we're coming from this whole other place that we've been describing you know what i mean and it's that's a really interesting thing that i've been thinking about because it's just like oh yeah we're in just different locations like this is a saturday night for some people like you know and it's like people are excited to to turn up and i'm gonna do the exact same thing tonight that i do every monday and tuesday too it's just like play the show you know what i mean like maybe have a drink you know but <clears throat> It's cool. I sort of like how it's that. It's not that intense, like, you know, weekend, weekday thing. It's just sort of this constant amount of, you know, freedom, but also just like responsibility, you know? It's, it's definitely interesting figuring out the personality dynamics with, with nine people, you know? But I think it's, it's also like, it's good to be in these types of situations where there is like, there's compromise that has to happen and there's like a lot of like feelings that have to be communicated honestly so that yeah. resentment doesn't build up about dumb shit and right. you know sometimes you got to deal with like little tussles in, like yeah. between people just to get that stuff out and uh, you fight like a family you know what i mean and like that means that truly. you love each other you know and it's like you just have to deal with each other's bullshit <laughs> you know what i mean like you're just like okay well but yeah, I don't know. I mean, this is our first 
you know, we've done like three or four tours, but they've been three weeks at the most. So this is our first like full U.S. thing. And this is our first time with Kay- with Trevor and Kaylee. Kaylee's been on two two runs with us. But just I feel like the whole thing is like starting to actually feel like a band for like maybe the first time in, in a certain way. You know what I mean? I feel like we finally have sort of figured out what we are live. You know what I mean? Just in the same way that I feel like we figured out what we are compositionally or like you know what our identity is as a band with this new record you know what i mean like bad juice never really felt like it was exactly that full part of what this vision was it was just sort of this thing that happened you know what i mean we were doing it from a different place you know and it's the same thing with the the live show and and the social dynamics come as a as a product of that too where it's like every night we're playing we're getting to know each other better you know, our playing gets better, our friendship gets better. Our friendship gets yeah. better, our playing gets better. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I feel like, yeah, the social shit has been cool because, I, you know, I was a little apprehensive about some shit. You know what I mean? Just like, oh, this much time with all these people. like, And I love these people, but who knows how it's going to work out. And it's, yeah, I just feel like we all have that shared goal of just, like, doing this. So yeah. we're figuring it out because that's always the priority. You get to know people a little differently, too, you know? Yeah. And... It's, uh, we call them side quests in this band. It's fun. Like the side quests are fun. We talk about this this whole tour is an RPG. Yeah. (laughs) So like right now, like our party right now, like we're doing a side quest right now. This is podcast. And and we have, our party is is just you and I. We We had Trevor in the party. We had Trevor for a moment. Trevor had to go do another side quest because he's in school. So he had to do his homework. (laughs) Yeah. But it, like, I appreciate those because those are, it's like, oh, I'm having one-on-one time with somebody that I don't really know on this level. Like I went to the grocery store with Kaylee one night and we did all the shopping for like the dinner we were making and then Kaylee's the shit I love Kaylee I love everybody in this band I'm just like come to appreciate I'm like damn Kaylee like Kaylee never complains you know what I mean like the only time she'll ever even request anything is a bathroom yep which Andy Andy requests more (laughs) you know um or to go get these jewel pods on the drive between Seattle and Bellingham she always asks us to pull over but it's like yeah I just I'm like damn like you know yeah, every everybody in the band, like apart from the musical shit, is inspiring. You know what I mean for different reasons, and I feel like that's a a healthy place to to be looking at it from because then you can always sort of be learning from your friends. You know. So far, I found that I don't uh, seem to need much alone time. Me for neither. Me personally, me neither. You and I are similar. In I mean, that I'm way. carving it out here and there. Like last night. Well, I guess even last night, I didn't. I thought I was going to have some alone time, but I ended up hanging out with uh, Lynn, with Lynn yeah, all night, who's yeah. uh, Jake's wife, and, and hosting us with their, their wonderful family. And, and it was just You're nice to, like, bullshit with hours. her for, like, yeah. yeah, two, three hours. We were just, you know, talking about life and right. and everything going on. And See, that's yeah. when, like, a new character just, like, appeared. Like, right. an NPC type thing, but that's, like, a whole new side quest. You know what I mean? But they're, like, friends now, I feel like, already. Exactly. You that's know? what I'm saying. Like, we'll if I come, come back here, you say what's up. Yeah, if I came to Cincinnati outside of, like, any of yeah. the high pulp stuff, I would hit, hit them, them up, up to yeah. hang out and exactly. and whatnot. But, yeah, those the, the side quests, 
end up being as as big a part of the adventure of like oh i just uh i went and got coffee with vic this morning and and we talked about we some the, shit that we hadn't talked about we had the whole covid scare this morning <laughs> oh yeah we had a covid scare that the covid shit is still alive and well and uh we thought we had you know a positive in the band and then we all went on a little pcr adventure fuck that cop Fuck yeah, that, that guy, fucking dude. cop was that an shit asshole. made me so mad that we I were sort just of like followed him a little bit. You, like, <laughs> like I just like, I don't know. I just was like, yeah, man. I'm usually not somebody that like wants to necessarily like give someone in that position any like attitude, but I was just like not. I wasn't having it yeah. the way he approached us. Like nah, we're dude. standing outside of a PCR testing testing area and yeah there's eight of us standing just outside like, of the you guys vehicle doing here <laughs> it's just like we're hanging out in the fucking corner store like <laughs> yeah, bullshitting it's, like, it's just like yo like we're this getting a fucking covid test what are you doing here yeah. you know like yeah that's fucking funny it's like dude <laughs> protect yeah. and serve yeah you know it's fine so it goes but you know for the most part shit's lame things have been pretty smooth on the on the covid stuff this this time around it knock feels, on wood yeah I mean, I think Phil Phil might be down and out, you know. Well, luckily, Phil, you know, Phil departed for a week anyways yep, and isn't Wednesday. supposed to meet up with us until New York. But uh, I'll tell you, man, I would, like the night before meeting y'all in Austin, I flew into Texas. And that night before, I was like a, I was like a little kid on Christmas Eve. I couldn't <laughs> sleep, man. Yeah, I was dude. so fucking excited to, like, yeah. get out here with y'all yeah. and, and just experience this thing and, and it's cool that you got to like just jump in when we were in texas because it's like that's that's even more exciting that you're already somewhere else because you always start tour like i don't know like at least where this tour we were on the west coast for a long time you know right right and it's like for me it didn't really feel like we were gone until we got to texas you know what i mean because it's still all places that we played or been or whatever and it's like then we got to texas and it's like okay this is new fucking territory and you got to just jump in right there yeah which is tight. especially not spending any time in texas and uh this whole tour like this is uh there's a bunch of places that i've never been and by the time we're done with this there's probably going to be like four or five states that i haven't, haven't been, been to, to. yeah maybe maybe six or seven with alaska and hawaii yeah but those are states can we talk about Terry Black's barbecue in Dallas, Texas? After we change our laundry. We have to change our laundry. <laughs> Good segue. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to take a quick minute to let you know that this episode of the podcast is sponsored by North 45 Pub, located in the Alphabet District of Northwest Portland. They've got a killer selection of Belgian beers and an extensive liquor wall with over 200 bottles. Mussels and Fritz are on the menu. Their cheeseburger is lights out, and they've always got some killer weekly specials as well. Aside from the menu items and beverages, they've got this awesome covered patio that is heated throughout the fall and winter with a bunch of big screens to watch all your favorite sports. And the best part is they have DJs playing tunes there every Tuesday night from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. and Sundays 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. So come through North 45 Pub for some tunes and some food. Let's get back to the episode. Getting my laundry done is a big checkpoint for me. There's a big checkpoint. Yeah. It's my first time. Because you're the worst. I'm the worst. You are the worst. Have you done your laundry? I haven't needed to because I brought enough clothes. Oh, so you haven't. Done so this laundry. is my first laundry run, but I've also been out here a week, <laughs> lo- a week less than you. That's true. I'm a week behind. So here's, here's the big thing I was talking to uh, Trevor about yeah. inside the laundromat is okay. that my big thing is having clean socks. I hate 
putting on socks that's that I've already worn. It makes me feel dirty. Yeah, that's and I know that they're like yeah. they're the worst thing. Like if I take something off, like if I take a pair of boxers off, yeah. I'm not putting those back on. No, that's how I am with boxers. And that's how I am with socks. Yeah, it makes sense that you like I feel like I feel that, but my my like my angle is putting on a fresh pair of socks is like a, a wonderful thing but it's not a necessary thing yeah i just you uh, know but that's why i brought enough socks too like to, I could to use stretch some more socks i've been wearing this bucky's socks since i bought it bucky's <laughs> all right what's going on bucky's yeah we're getting bucky's, bucky's tats. yeah we're getting bucky's tattoos by the end of this bucky's is a uh, gas station chain in Dal- in in texas and it is it's like a i don't want to say walmart because I don't feel like it's... Uh, it's just fucking huge. There's like a hundred It's pumps. huge. Like you walk in and there are there there are so many different areas. Like there's a bakery. <clears throat> yeah. There is an area where they are just cutting meat because there's like a full barbecue. Like dope barbecue sandwiches for like $7. Yeah. You can get a brisket sandwich that is like outstanding. And they're just made. Like you just grab it. There's no no line or anything. You, you can buy it. kitchen supplies. They're selling <laughs> yeah. Traeger grill like <laughs> smokers outside of this bucky's it was incredible it yeah. was huge and very they got impressive this, i love the uh i love the little logo the guy the logo the, the logo is great but um one of the most exciting things about being on tour is being in all these different cities and trying to just like the priority aside from getting the shit loaded into the venue is finding good food in these cities yeah and there was a little texas barbecue tour but I feel fortunate that I was a part of the the part of the Texas trip in Dallas where we did go the to best Terry Black's. I've ever had. I I yeah I agree yeah. I agree. I, the, specifically the Dallas location because I've heard that they put the that that place has like gotten pretty big and they got a location in Austin and people were saying that the like Dallas one is specifically where it's at. It was crazy. Yeah, it was amazing. It was like fifty bucks, but it was worth it. I like, yeah. We I also mean, all got way too much food. Like probably could have gotten i was happy i was happy with it i was happy yeah i got the cobbler too (laughs) yeah the cobbler was crazy yeah that that's just like one of those it's like cafeteria style where it's just like you just go down the line and tell them what you want there's no like set plates or anything there's not even like set meat you just tell them i want a quarter pound of this or yeah whatever but yeah that was that was maybe the best brisket that i've ever had as well as the pork ribs yeah the ribs were insane that was just like yeah, I mean, that's. I feel like we want to see something about each city, and when we only maybe have an hour before, like seeing it through food is probably you know one of the. It's a it's a good way that's like you know, can can actually be. I don't want to say authentic, but yeah. you know what I mean. It can actually be like a fucking indicator of what the city's like if you go yeah. to the right spot you know what i mean and dallas was cool man that was another spot where we had a full day off and we we're we were staying with the homie who worked at the comedy club yep shout out to connor so connor had us there that was like a very funny staying situation that was like one of those spots where nine of us are staying in a one-bedroom apartment <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but on like the fucking yeah. 10th floor or something with a crazy view. Yeah, we went to the comedy club where Connor worked and got to watch the open mic, which I absolutely love watching open mic comedy because there's nothing more funny to me than watching people bomb. And yeah. I cannot refrain from laughing you while would just, they're you bombing. Would, you would just look at me with this look every time and it would just be like, you'd, you'd just be like, 
your eyes are gonna be like, yeah. <laughs> you'd be looking at me like, can you fucking believe this? It's like, it's like, yeah, just like this look of pure joy and just like, yeah, just hilarious. So good. There so were some good. good. There were some good comedians. I yeah, man, stand up comedy is like inspiring just because. You're naked. You know what I mean? It's like the you're naked. Thing that you can there. do art wise, yeah, I think. Yeah, in a lot naked. of ways. You know, there's no instrument to hide behind. She's gonna try to make you laugh. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, your intention is to be funny. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's not to be like smart. It's not to be interesting. It's to be funny. Like yeah. that's that's a hard fucking that's a hard bullseye. Oh, Dallas, man. That was the first night that I tried to sleep on the bus. Because I thought I was going to get better sleep somehow, not sleeping in the, the one-bedroom on apartment with, with nine people. And I tried to sleep in the driver's seat of the bus. And that was when I realized that I'm almost 37 years old <laughs> and that I'm not 20 anymore where like I feel like I've slept in the you, car, no problem. You said you were going to do that, and I was like, all right, man, power to you. Like, <laughs> it was... That was a night that I didn't really sleep. That was the roughest night for me. That was a rough night. That of sleep made me, for me question too. my decisions about to, to come. even being out here. <laughs> I was like, "What am I doing? Yeah, what am I doing with it my was, life?" It was. Uh, it was on a slant too. Like, you know, I don't know. Tuan and Vic, they, they're the two that sleep on the bus every night. Respect. <clears throat> the seats come up. Yeah, respect for sure. And uh, you know, it's safer for the shit for our gear, and it's also. You know, nice that we don't have to ask people to put up nine people. Yeah. Seven's already enough. I, I also just respect, though, that they do it when it's not necessary. When yeah, there yeah. is room for them. No, I think that there's a thing about it. Like, this is, like, their room at night. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, where, like, we have different rooms every night because you're in a different place, you know? And they get to come back to the same place whether they're in, you know, L.A. or fucking Philly, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, what's what's been like maybe something else that has stood out to you food wise besides besides this skyline chili and that that Terry Blacks? I gotta think about where we've been. I had really good uh, really good barbecue. I thought in Albuquerque actually. I was not around for that yet. Yeah, the, the windstorm. Yeah, that was some bullshit. It was like <laughs> you couldn't see like literally you couldn't see like eight feet in front of you. It was like it was intense. It's like just, we were on the freeway and that shit. It's crazy. Yeah. And and like to reference the RPG thing, it's just like all very like character building. I th- I feel yeah. like each day yeah. presents something different and yeah. yeah, just like my first day behind the wheel of the bus mm-hmm. was a uh, I mean that was uh, mm-hmm. one of those days but also just like excited that I got to drive and it, it kills time in a different way. But yeah. it's uh you know, it takes, it takes a few minutes to, to feel comfortable behind the wheel of the, this the thing. The bus is big. It's big. And you know, I do think it's safe. Knock on wood fucking, you know, I feel like we take it real seriously, but man, when that wind starts going damn, it's like, it's intense, man. Yeah. It's, and it's, and, and it's even more intense in the back. Like you were saying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause you, you'll be in the front seat and like something will sort of push the bus a little bit yeah. and you're like, okay, you know, recenter or whatever. And then in the back seat, it's just like, we're going off the fucking <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, and to be mindful that of that as the driver, you know, yeah. that was like one of the first things you told me yeah. on the day that I was driving. Like, hey, if you are experiencing something, like, we're going something, through it. <laughs> yeah, if you're holding onto that steering wheel and it's shaking, we're really fucking yeah. moving back yeah, there. Yeah. So it's funny trying to make beats on the the dig attack when I'm, you know, just we're on the freeway and yeah. I'll just be trying to like play something, you know, like record it live. And it's just like so hard because we'll just like go over a bump and my hand will hit it like twice. <laughs> or it'll be like out of time or something. I'm like, 
It's a fun little challenge. Yeah, it's a. That was my battle with trying to like edit podcasts on the bus. It's trying just to use like the computer. It's too yeah, hard it's to like try bouncing. to do that shit. It, it feels like it's taking me twice the amount of time yeah. to try to edit things together and just like make those precise movements right. with the mouse right, and everything. Right. It's no. just like, oh, this is not. It's good. It's good for the shed, though. If you just like push through and figure out how to do it, it's like it's like if you were to like train up in like Colorado and then like go like run and at a regular altitude. You know what I mean? It's like you'll be real good at working on your computer when you're not on the bus. That's yeah, (laughs) for sure. Coco shrimp in uh, Fort Worth, Texas was also very cool. Shrimp was different spot that I had been to. That was the highlight of fort worth for me yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> you know? that venue, venue was very was cool yeah. it was, uh main on south side was the venue and it was it was Ma- really nice Mass, yeah main at south side yeah very cool venue um but yeah that uh coco shrimp that coco shrimp was very very good uh Lumin- L- illuminati's <laughs> illuminati's uh, lou malnati's we had the in, lou malnati's uh, deep dish in, in, in chicago, chicago which is good. like my preference for deep dish pizza. My Chicago, Chicago friends were giving me shit for getting deep dish. I was like, I think that that shit's good. Yeah. I was like, you yeah. guys fucking. I I, I don't know. Is that I've a thing? The thin, People well, from Chicago there's like don't the fuck thin with crust dish. too. Yeah. And and they're the ones that uh, you know cut the pizza in a square. Like the square thin? slices on the square pizza or on the oh, thin thin crust that's pizza. That's like a that's a Chicago which thing. Which is actually how I, I preferably cut my pizzas at home. That's if how I make Costa a pizza Bianca at home. Does it I like I like it that way. But Chicago in general, like we really experienced that that Midwest hospitality. As soon as we we had a night before the show in Chicago, and we, we six of us went down and hung out in Logan Square, and we went to that bar, Coles. We went to Coles. So so cool. We just met, met the nicest met the homie, people there. Adrian. Adrian was so nice. Had, he had the Super Smash setup. Yeah, he had a video just, game we night like, going. Oh, let's go. Fuck yeah. We just played Smash and Mario Kart for hours, and yeah. he had pizza and was just, like, buying us drinks. And yeah. then he came out to the show the next night. And uh, Chicago, man, that, that city Chicago is special, special to me. Yeah, that was fun playing at Shuba's. You know, I don't know. It's just, like, a lot of a lot of inspiring people have played there, you know, and that was a, a fun one for sure. I also, you weren't with us for Chico, but Chico was dope. That was the first show of uh, this the second run, you know? And uh, it was a Friday night, and it was raining, and we were just, like, thinking to ourselves, and it was a small venue, and we were thinking to ourselves, all right, well, you know, it'll be a good way to start out, you know, the tour we haven't played for a week, and blah, blah, blah. Out of nowhere, fucking everybody comes, and the crowd was very <laughs> stoked, and there was a dope local, and... Yeah, it was just a it was a good a good way to like start off the vibes, you know, where I feel like at this point we've had like more shows <clears throat> more shows than not where we're like pleasantly su- surprised with the turnout. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like that feels good and and especially what feels good is the people that have been seeing the shows have been seeming to like it, you know what I mean? For sure. Like, yeah, we were in Minneapolis the other night playing the Hook and Ladder, which the staff of that place and Shuba's were just all incredibly nice. But Midwest, man, the Midwest is some real shit. That shit was a trip, man. The Hook and Ladder is directly next door to the precinct that was burnt down mm-hmm. during the and George the Floyd store, stuff. Yeah. And yep. 
that presented some energy, man. Just like being in the spot, knowing mm-hmm. like, hey, like down the street is where the where this shit happened. Yeah, where the George Floyd stuff went down, and like seeing all the stuff that was broadcasted on the news, and just kind of being in the epicenter of that. Minneapolis you know? is a special city. Like that was my first time back because that's where I, 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 you know, was there for four years. And uh, that was my first time back in like five years. Yeah, and I was like emotional getting there. For sure. You know what I mean, I was like, oh man, like this memory lane. Cool. Fuck me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was fun driving down the streets of like where McAllister is and yeah. just like listening to you. Like that's the that's the place where I smoked weed for the first time. <laughs> yeah, or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, this happened over there. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, this exactly. is where oh, I rode I my used bike. To live up there. Yeah, <laughs> this is where yeah. I blacked out on my bike. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Those college days, man. Yeah. I also had Ethiopian food for the first time. That's crazy in to me that you've never had Ethiopian food. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck, why people aren't telling you. I don't know, but it was great because I was with, uh, you weren't there that night, but I was with like four of the other bandmates or maybe five of them. And we just like all broke bread together. And yeah. it's just like, it was a very communal like night of of eating with just like eating off these yeah, two plates. And a huge platter. Eating with your hands. I love and, that shit. Yeah, man. That's, uh, you come, you know, it's nice when you get to have a big meal like that and sort of realize like, well, we're all, we're all here together still. You know what I mean? We're all fucking, you know, long way from home, but for sure, man, feels comfortable. I think one of the big trips for me so far was going to Norman, Oklahoma. One, because I got, we got to, we got to stay with my friends, Benja and Natasha. Shout out to them because they were also like these people that let, all of these folks roll into their house and and they have like a really cool property in Oklahoma City and <clears throat> I met Benja and Natasha back in Portland like I don't know 7 years ago and I knew that this whole crew came from Norman Oklahoma this band Adverse Effects who I had on the podcast episode 31 it goes way back in like some of my favorite people that I've met in Portland but uh, Boyd Littell was the drummer for this band and he passed probably like four years ago now and was one of these dudes who just had like such a big impact on me anytime I was in the room with him you just had like his full presence when you were right. speaking to him and just learned a lot from him and, and one of those people that would come out to shows that I was throwing and if Boyd told me hey that was a cool show like I felt you, like I was doing good. something right. right you know like his validation was huge and just the way like he operated with people and i know like the impact that he had on uh folks in the scene but yeah i was most excited to know that we were going to norman oklahoma the home of these people that that i had gotten to know and and to know that like their history there but boyd was just like kind of a pillar of this community and we got to go by the mural that is mural yeah there's a mural in norman at this uh this bike shop on the outside of this bike shop that he was he was heavy into biking and that's that's how he unfortunately died he he had a really bad bike accident and then walked away from it and ended yeah. up falling asleep in a park and never waking up but to to get to be there and like kind of know where their roots came from and it's get to special. spend time with Benja in mm-hmm. in that city where like he and like the rest of the group really like cut their teeth at this place called the deli and and i've always heard about the norman music festival festival from them and to know that y'all were playing like a cool slot at the festival that was that was maybe the most fun show of the whole tour so far that was big crowd out there and everybody seemed like they were really digging it but 
Yeah, there was definitely something uh, impactful for me to to get to be in that place. And Mm -hmm. like, it's like, I know he would be stoked that I was there under those Mm -hmm. circumstances Mm -hmm. and, you know, get to see the place where where they kind of grew up and whatnot was was very cool. So I was pumped about that. Yeah, I feel like every city that we've been has had some sort of like. I don't know, even Davenport, like shout out Davenport. <laughs> it's where Big Spider Beck is from. You know what I mean? Like and and you know, I don't know. Every every single show has like had some and city has had some like at least something like cool about it. You yeah, know what I mean? Something sh- something to ring out. You're only there for 12 hours, you yeah. know what I mean? Like <clears throat> something to check out cuz people fucking live there. You yeah, know? for like, sure. And even if like maybe the show isn't great or like well attended, the the hang is still usually like Mm-hmm. really good and like mm-hmm. we've got jared Matson and his crew shout out to jared on the tour as well and it's shout been fun to, to get knowing yeah, yeah joe is a mainstay and killing Jay. it on the drums and like his and his Tony. uh you know he's got a, a squad of bass players on the tour so yeah. that's always like it's fun that a new person gets introduced it seems like every couple weeks and whatnot i gotta say too touring with them and specifically like touring with joe joe man i fucking love love the way he plays and it's been so fun to be able to watch every night you know what i mean because i'm just like yeah i'm learning you know what i mean and drummer him and i like will just like talk drums and trade shit and like i feel like that's like a really like i don't know i, I always crave that you know and i had that more when i was younger and in, in school and shit but you know to find other like drummer friends is like oh fuck yeah we get to play every night Hoping to do a cast with Joe, a one-on-one. By the time this is yes, over, he's everybody's got to go to No Pulp Records. No in Pulp New Records. That's also very funny that his so, record store is called No Pulp. So serendipitous. <laughs> yeah, and I mean the thing I gotta say, did I tell you the Telemachus story? Yeah. Okay, I gotta tell that story though because we'll wrap it up with this. Yeah, this is this is the serendipity of of just the shit that Joe's record store is called No Pulp. You know what I mean? Uh, another example of that serendipity is pulling into davis kaylee's got some place that we're staying at she knows some somebody and uh we get there and we walk into the house and on the record player is this telemachus record and i knew this telemachus record because if you go to like it's like a very like whatever the spotify algorithm says you also like telemachus if you like high pulp you know what i mean yeah, yeah. number one on the, the first one on the yeah recommendations. And like, you know if you ever like i was like oh who the fuck is this you know so i got hip to his shit a while back and it's super dope and he serendipitously does music with my friend mitch shout out mitch who lives in brussels which is a random connection and also randomly uh had thomas pridgen on his album right who we were doing a band camp thing thing with the next day <laughs> but all that shit aside, we get to the spot. There's a Telemachus record on the record player. This dude that's already come up in it, so many like random, you know, ways in our lives already. And I'm like, oh, you know that Telemachus stuff. And uh, Tabib was like, yeah, that's my roommate. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? I, I didn't even know this dude lived like in California. You know what I mean? I didn't even know where this dude lived. And it's like you're in Davis, you know, and we're happen to stay at your place. And I was like, this shit is crazy. And then he, yeah, so, you know, just so so serendipitous, you know. And I feel like when you start to see things like that keep happening, I don't know, it just is a good, it's a good energy, you know. Yeah. Like, it's 
it's cool. It's, it you just keep trusting it, you know. Or is there was a when we played the Chicago show, some dude was in a real old high pulp shirt, oh, yeah. and he came up to me and bought a record, and he was like. Man, when I moved away from Seattle, I never thought I would see High Pulp again. And then I saw they were playing in Chicago tonight, and he was just, like, super hyped about that. Or That's just cool. the, the little shit. Like, when we were in Kansas City, I got a pizza at this this spot. And uh, really good pizza. I can't remember the, the name of it. But I had to give my phone number, and the dude was just like, oh, are you from Riverside? And I was oh, yeah. like, yeah, I'm from Corona. And he was just like, yeah, me too. And I was just like, <laughs> fucking weird, man, in the middle of... Well, it's, like, it's like, what are the odds that today we go to this restaurant? Like and he had to be working that day. Yeah, the guy that is promoting our show is working at the restaurant and it's in a whole different part of town. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just like, yeah. God, you know. So, I don't know. It's it's all been it's all been a blessing, man. It's all been fun. And I just hope, you know, every single night, like, if we're playing to, like, 15 people, which we've done on this tour or if we're playing to 500 people which we've done on this tour like we're gonna put it out there yeah you know what i mean we're just gonna keep going for it and make it worth it even if you're just the one person there you know yeah because we that's what that's what makes it fun for us every night you know what i mean and you know so if anybody does you know come out come say what's up come hang out Come, uh, come by the merch booth. Say hello to me. Come my slide through my the merch office. Booth. Yeah, you'll see cousin Dan <laughs> my at evening the merch office. Booth. Yeah, it's nice. Um, I have a different office every night. Yeah, it's just uh, it's been it's been humbling and it's it's really yeah it's just like it's cool. So yeah, man. To anyone anyone that has been to a show, uh, we say thank you. Anybody that's gonna come to a show, we say thank you. It's you know we don't take the shit lightly. Yeah, it's fun to watch y'all uh, just kind of tighten up every night too it just gets tighter and tighter and maybe the energy is a little different but to get to watch it every night is mm -hmm. is fun for me man because it's yeah it's inspiring and it's cool to see like the solos be different there's mm -hmm. uh that particular moment where you and andy always mm -hmm. have that just back and forth thing yeah, and i yeah. i love that moment in the set it's, it's yeah it's, it's what we do andy and i do that in my garage every day in la <laughs> like we just play drum sax duo and we just play like tunes so it's fun that we worked at you know worked into the set a way that we can just sort of go open like that yeah and and like with the shit that twan's doing with the modulars that mm -hmm. stuff is always so it's bananas you know different yeah and and never kind of know what's going to happen with that because the manipulations mm -hmm. are so like intricate yeah yeah it's 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 been wonderful and shout out to jonathan and anniversary for booking this whole thing and like and again shout out to jared because like we could be doing all these dates with people we didn't fuck with and yeah. music we didn't like, but we genuinely love the music and we genuinely love them. So that's another thing where it's just like, okay, wow, damn, you know, we got the the world ain't so bad after all. Yeah, man, <laughs> it's been uh, it's been killer. I feel like I said, I feel lucky. I feel super grateful and like it's a good thing to like check yourself too in the the times that are like not always so great being out here. I just always try to remind myself, like, hey, remember why you're out here. You know, yeah. you're out here to, you know, be involved in this music. Yeah, and, you know, I'm not at home doing some nine to five that I hate. And yeah. there's there's battles with all of it. You know, mm -hmm. there's going to be the the ups and downs of not getting to sleep in a bed that you're comfortable with every night or, or a bed at all. Yeah. Or a bed at all. Yep. Um, but and just trying uh, to figure out how to eat healthy. 
Yeah. I'm trying to figure out those Wendy's salads. That's the hack. Wendy's salads. Wendy's salads. Not Culver's cheeseburgers, not which Culver's like Midwest. I love you, Culver's. <laughs> that cheeseburger is fucking great. Get rid of the crinkle fries. Yeah, those the crinkle, are fucking, the crinkle fries are waste. They're not even bad. They're just they're just they're dumb. as good they're as good as crinkle fries can be. You crinkle know? Fr- I don't know who I don't know. I don't if, know who hey, keeps them in business. If you I like crinkle it. fries, please, please email in. me, yeah. DM me. Let me know because I want to like. I want to see the light. Let me know. Yeah, I'm yeah, open. Yeah, and where do I get good crinkle yeah. fries if they exist? But for now, I I just I don't really get down, and I'm not excited when I see them as a part of the menu. So, so go um, fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, go fuck yourself. What should we play it out with? <laughs> oh, whatever, man. Should we play it out with like some Telemachus? Yeah. Show some love yeah, for yeah, someone play it out else. For Telemachus. You know? yeah, play it out with a little out. Telemachus. I had uh, a jam on my uh, on one of the playlists this year, which was cool. Also, that there was that connection because I knew about Telemachus before, right. like, without knowing any association yeah, with I, the high pulp stuff. I posted something, and then you re- responded to yeah, it. I was like, you were like, Telemachus there? is dope. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, I got a story for yeah. you. <laughs> so shout out to Telemachus. Yeah, uh, thank you out. to everybody that's uh, been kind enough to to put us up in their homes and yep. and uh all the venues that have taken care of us i'm, for I'm excited for this east coast leg lots of let's lots of places i've never been let's to so it. never been to new york we're coming back we'll be back with more uh tour diary updates and uh we're also going to an nhl playoff game pittsburgh penguins in pittsburgh in two nights and i'm so fucking hyped to that i love that you and i I'm are both on the I'm same stoked. page about like if we have if, an opportunity yeah, to see a go. sports arena yeah, we're gonna go we're going yeah and, and I don't give a shit about hockey, so I'm really excited. I'm excited to take you to a hockey game. If I'm ever gonna learn how to give a shit about hockey, it's gonna be at a fucking <laughs> Penguins playoff game. You know what I mean? Like, I'm excited. Absolutely. All right, all the links will be in the episode notes. Keep up with High Pulp. We're on this tour until May 26th. It wraps up in New Orleans, and there's uh, plenty of dates to hit that new record, Pursuit of Ends. Pursuit of Friends. Pursuit of Friends is uh, now available. And we have the vinyls on tour. The exclusive vinyls yeah. are with us, the colored ones. And uh, hopefully. Oh, and, and also, we're, uh, be on the lookout for a new shirt. New shirt. By Robert Beatty. Um, Robert Beatty did the art did the for the record, art. too, yeah. right? Which yeah, is killer. So dropping those soon. Stay tuned for that stuff. Check into the uh, the high pulp website Plus, for hats, the hats, hats. We got the those shirts. Coming. Those are uh, We're working on a hot sauce too, baby. We got we got <laughs> angles. We got irons in the fire. <laughs> There's irons in the fire, <laughs> and uh, if you can't see high pulp on this tour, stay tuned for uh, you know end of summer dates, More dates. as well. And uh, appreciate y'all for listening will you sail us out with the it's a program it's a program he nailed it everybody it's a program, that's baby. my cousin i've done it a million times that's my dude one of my best friends god happy, bless. happy to be out here with god you, man. bless i Likewise, appreciate man. you for uh taking me along on the journey and well, you, you now have a, a job for the god, rest I got of time. a lot of fucking you got another i didn't thing know there's gonna be so much work to be done i thought i was just gonna get to sit on the bus all yeah day i always just know. order you around it's not a, it's not a free <laughs> so you need to email this person <laughs> email these people they're not doing their <laughs> shit all right, we'll catch you on the flip side, everyone. That's the Jelly Jams, and uh, catch you next time.
you just want to give a big shout out to distro kid for sponsoring this episode of the podcast can't say thank you enough to distro kid for their support of this thing and make sure you go into the episode notes and find that distro kid link to receive 30% off your first year of membership with distro kid making their already affordable prices even cheaper for you so make sure you take advantage of that and the link is also in uh, the link in my instagram bio on the link tree so you can find it there as well big thanks to distro kid stay up stay tuned